0: Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Detroit Strange.
1: This podcast.
0: The one you're listening to.
1: Mhm. You are listeners.
0: Yes. <laughs> you with the ears over there. I see you.
1: <laughs> those are some mighty fine ears. I
0: oh, love those ears. Mhm. I hope you like my voice tickling your eardrums.
1: <laughs> and mine doing something. <laughs>
0: something mysterious
1: yes who
0: knows
1: (laughs) i thought you were gonna say i like that for you by the way (laughs) about i mean i do like
0: that for you i like that for you listeners i like our voices tickling your ears
1: uh so how are you
0: pretty good like i mentioned we were setting up i have two songs stuck in my head and i hate both of them
1: Uh uh-huh do you tell
0: um i you probably know one of them it's like one of those like annoying like. I think it came out like the early two thousands. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like whiny one hit wonder band.
1: Mm-hmm. There are a few of them. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll just sing it because I can't think of any more breadcrumbs to leave you because it was that insignificant of a song. It was really just like a blip on the radar, but I feel like everyone knows the song. Okay, it is a story of a girl. Oh yeah, who cried a river and drowned the whole world, and, and she looks, looks so sad, sad in I absolutely, I absolutely love, love her. her. When, she, when smiles, she smiles. When she
1: smiles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one. So
0: that's the one song.
1: Yeah, that one is tricky to get out of the head.
0: Yeah. I've been no, That's why I was like, when I want to do this caught. on air to just piss off everyone.
1: <laughs> in <Sharing> my misery.
0: <laughs> yes. The other one's, Uh, the only reason I know this one is because of Jen. Because she'll sing it every once in a while. Have you ever seen the movie God's Not Dead? Mm-mm. Uh, don't. They're tragic. Um, they're like Christian propaganda films to be like, oh, Christians, you're so oppressed in American culture, like, bitch.
1: Okay.
0: Like, where? It's one of the reasons why I can't, uh, with Melissa Joan Hart anymore, because she was in the second one. Oh, weird. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, you played a witch. How are you about to be this Christian woman? It was like, the plot of her movie was she was a science teacher who didn't want to teach evolution. And she got in trouble because she didn't stick to the fucking curriculum. So, of course, she got in trouble.
1: That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird.
0: Everyone's shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah.
1: That movie exists. It's the well, sequel. Actually, not it's the second it exists, one but... in this
0: series. There's a series.
1: It's two. Are they like produced by Kirk Cameron or something?
0: I don't know. I haven't bothered to look that deep into it. But every once in a while, Jen will sing the song that I think plays during the credits of God's not dead. He's surely alive. And it's just like...
1: There's so many problems with that. Because first of all, even within the faith, I don't think he's dead or alive.
0: He exists. He's just kind of like somewhere chilling, being... He's doing his own thing. Right. Just like omnipresent, whatever. Just yeah. kind of...
1: But that's not dead not or alive. Not really
0: doing anything. Just kind of watching over.
1: So those lyrics are inaccurate.
0: Yeah, they're just garbage movies. Because, like, you know, they paid, like, someone 20 bucks and a hot dog to write the screenplay. And it's just, like, like, they're, like, at the par of, like, Lifetime movies. But then, like, a step lower.
1: Oh, but I like Lifetime movies. They're entertaining. That's why I said they're... a step lower. Okay.
0: okay. I'm going to say Hallmark movies. Because like, I think okay. Lifetime's okay. just slightly better than Hallmark. And there's Hallmark movies. And then also love because they're
1: terrible. Right. That's fair. But
0: it's just like, okay, I can't.
1: Mm -hmm. I get that. I mean, I hope that they get out of your head soon.
0: I'm sure they will because, like, I'm a very musical person, so.
1: Yeah, you just have to either, A, indulge and listen to them to get rid of them or just listen to so many other things. Something else gets trapped instead.
0: Well this morning the first thing I said to my Google, this is the only person I talked to because I live alone. Fair. Was I set asked it to play um Gotta Get Through This by Daniel Bedingfield. you remember that one? I, don't, I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. I gotta be gotta be the wanna make through. I think it's another early two thousands, pop. Natasha Bedingfield's brother. I know her? Yeah. Unfortunately her brother was kind of a one hit wonder because that's all I really know by him. It's gotta get through this. Okay, and of course, I don't it's even like early that. 2000s, so it's spelled like T H R U. Gotta get through this. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Remember when like spelling things wrong was like a real fun trait of the early 2000s? hmm. Or with a Z. Oh, yeah. hmm.
1: Z's are real cool.
0: I like didn't, I was like reading an article that mentioned the Razor, like the Motorola Razor. I didn't realize that oh, yeah. was like R A Z R.
1: Oh, yeah. Cause I it never was had cutting one.
0: edge. I always wanted one, but I never had one.
1: I never had one either. I knew so many people had them though. Yeah. And oh yeah. I was good with my. I had a Samsung Flip. I loved my little Samsung Flip.
0: Yeah, I had an LG C two thousand. I don't remember why. I remember the model number, but it was just like a little flip, little gray flip phone. It had a camera, a real shitty camera, because all the cameras mm-hmm. back then were shit. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That was all I needed, but I was, I was just like, I remember my neighbor had a Motorola Razor, and I was like, Ooh, that's so cool. I wish I had one.
1: Which it's so funny to think about all those lost shitty photographs because I don't, I, didn't, I took photos on my phone, but like, a, you couldn't have that many because the space was like limited oh, yeah. and B I think you could like send them to yourself, but it was just such a process. I don't think I ever did. I don't think I have not a single photo that I took on any flip phone.
0: The only, Yeah, I don't have any flip phone photos, but the phone I got after that flip phone, I remember I was looking through my photos recently and I'm like, oh, these were off that other phone. It was like the Samsung knockoff BlackBerry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called the Blackjack. Cute. Yeah. Creative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was weird because it had like a wheel like the iPod had, like a swivel wheel.
1: Oh, okay. I'm just imagining like the meeting in which they came up with that name. I'm imagining it's like 3 a.m. They've tried to do everything else, and they're like, "Let's just go blackjack." Yeah, like it had been in the running, but then they were like, eh, "It might be too on the nose," but that, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, this reminds me of something that's going to help my two truths and a lie, but I won't say anything more.
1: Ooh, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Which I like my two truths and a lie today. I uh, Good. I found some interesting facts.
1: Okay, well, I'm excited for that then.
0: Pardon me is like, I don't think I've done this one before, but if I have, oops.
1: Well, and they're probably different facts.
0: It wasn't my document of things I've done already, but like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I could also, I, we've definitely talked about it recently.
1: Oh, you document them. That's smart. I don't.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of Google Docs. Like, I made one today of mm-hmm. random hot takes about Bond movies.
1: Oh, so you're just, on the Bond thing.
0: <laughs> I just, I needed some Daniel Craig content in my life. And so I just needed to, I've watched two of his four movies and I'll probably watch a third one tonight because Mm -hmm. that's where my life is right now. It's just rewatching Bond movies I watched probably less than a month ago. I mean, sometimes a good rewatch is great. Especially when it's Daniel Craig related. I just, I love him. I think everyone knows that by now, but I love Daniel Craig.
1: You don't hide that.
0: No, not at all. Daniel, if you're listening, I know you're married. We can make this work, though. (laughs) You know he listens.
1: How could he not?
0: Of course. You know him, full-time living in England, probably listens to this Detroit-based podcast.
1: We do have some listeners in England. So, hello, listeners in England.
0: Maybe one of them's him. I like to picture him and Rachel just listening. Just being been that Alex guy, he's real cool. If I ever go to the States, I'm going to meet up with him. My <laughs> dream.
1: I bet they have that conversation every day.
0: You know what? I hope so. I hope they're like, oh, Jess and Alex, they're just... The what a delight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like we don't use the word delight in America enough.
0: Lovely is the other word. Like, mm-hmm. there's like, Will and the drag queen had a... Uh, He's the one who pointed it out in one of his videos. He was like, the only time you hear the word lovely is from a real estate agent or a sex worker. It's like, look at this lovely foyer or look at this lovely bosom. It's kind of like, those. Like nobody ever says lovely otherwise.
1: Which, actually, I have a question for you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot.
1: Did you have a lovely birthday?
0: I did. I had a lovely birthday.
1: Because I am trash and totally forgot to say happy birthday to you.
0: Oh, my God. No problem. I mean, I was trashed on a river in Ann Arbor, so I didn't notice. Um.
1: Fantastic. I do. I have a little something for you. So something will be dropped off on your door, your doorstep soon. But I have no recollection of time. I have missed several birthdays this month and I just realized it recently.
0: I mean, it's quarantine so time is irrelevant. So I get it.
1: True, true. But happy birthday, belated. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I know you. this
1: comes out much after your birthday, but that's okay. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like. I'm one of those people who like doesn't love birthdays celebrations. For me, I like making everyone else's birthday special. But like when it comes mm-hmm. to my birthday, I'm like, cool. I'm another year older. <laughs> the guy at the liquor store asked me today how old I was, and I had to stop and think for a minute. I'm glad he 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 still didn't card me. Mm -hmm. but like i was like i'm glad he didn't card me because it took me a minute to think of how old i was
1: Uh, i say every time i have a birthday it takes me at least three to four months to catch up on how old i am
0: see like it's like the new year where like i feel like whenever the year changes in january i'll remember it for the month of january oh yeah it's new year's january just happened and then like a couple weeks after that i'm like i don't know what year it is i don't know what year it is i don't Mm -hmm. know how old i am don't ask me these questions (laughs)
1: Well, I have both of those things going on at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah, because you're per- New Year's <laughs> Eve. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm just real messed up until about April or May sometime. And then this year, right around that time, the pandemic started. So now I really don't know what year it is, how old I am or when anybody's birthday is.
0: Again, irrelevant. Nothing matters yeah. anymore. It's true. Just wear your masks and keep, keep on keeping on.
1: True story. But I'm very glad to hear that you had a good day. We'll have yeah. to have some sort of outdoor celebration soon.
0: Yes.
1: That would be fantastic. Celebrate all the, the summer babies.
0: Yes. Yeah. Cause producer Patty's birthday is coming up soon, right? It's today. It's today. Oh, it's today? Yeah. For some reason I thought it was the twenty third. I don't know why I thought it was the twenty third.
1: I actually just because of all of this, just started putting everybody's birthday down in my phone.
0: Uh-huh. I've like been thinking about doing that. That's just a new goal of
1: mine is If it's an important person, I'm putting their birthday on my phone so that I get a reminder every year. If nothing else, I can at least, you know, say something, call them. Yeah. Because I love my people. Yeah. Yeah. They make me very happy. Yeah. So anything else new? Now that you're older, are you wiser?
0: No, not even kind of. (laughs) The guy at the liquor store, when I told him how old I was, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, you look younger. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you.
1: That is always the greatest thing when people say that to you. Right. Mm-hmm. I went to Target and she asked me my birthday because they have to, like, type it in there or whatever. Not because I look that young. Uh-huh. But every time I have to either show my ID or uh, check out, there is always a conversation about New Year's Eve.
0: Uh-huh
1: always like 95 percent of the time there will be like a oh new year i mean new year's eve and they always say new year's first and then revert to new year's eve and they're like well that's great and i'm like yeah yeah it's great and they're like i bet it's always a party on your birthday and i'm like sure is yeah (laughs) it's just and it's it comes from a good place so i don't mind it ever it never makes me upset or angry but it's just gotten to a point where it's like so highly predictable. If it's like an outgoing friendly person, they are going to say those exact words.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's sweet. It it really is very sweet of them.
0: That's what's nice having a birthday in August. It's like there's nothing in August. So like nobody cares.
1: It it breaks everything up. Like it's not around other holidays or anything like that. So it's like a nice Yeah. There hasn't been anything like that for a while. And then you get a little birthday in the middle.
0: Yeah. Plus, it's nice, too, because it makes me dread the end of summer last, which, like, I don't dread it anymore. I welcome the end of summer because it's too fucking hot. I hate hot and humidity. So, like, bring on the fall.
1: It was nice for a couple of days. It got cooler.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was so nice. And now, but like, now today, not. I shut my windows again and <laughs> went back to yeah. just... Eh.
1: So the, that uh, those were my adventures in the real world. That and I went to a rock store.
0: Yes, you told me. You got some crystals. Yeah, I did. What kind uh, of crystals?
1: I don't remember. They're in bags with the names on them. I just I figure I like the way they look. I think they're pretty. And I also I mean, it's been scientifically proven that different minerals and well, rocks, uh, and gems and crystals and whatnot hold energy and they mm-hmm. do emit different parts like bits of energy and that is scientifically proven and Mm. i know it's scientifically proven things like copper actually like affect our blood flow um, interesting yeah so it actually does affect us physically so i do believe that they can affect us somewhat physically i also believe that it's also kind of the intentions that people put into them so then they're putting out that like energy or vibe then like it's more on the forefront of their their mind so and they're pretty yeah. I like rocks.
0: No, I remember like the first time I had my tarot cards read, the guy who was reading them, he's like, hold this rock and think of your intentions. I don't remember what kind of rock it was. I was like, all right. I got a
1: couple I'll hold guesses, hold this actually. rock. What? I got a couple guesses.
0: Ooh, ooh, give me them.
1: Uh, well, just because they're more basic. Amethyst.
0: I think I recognize amethyst. Quartz. It may have been Quartz. I mean, this is also like 2011. So, I also can't even remember what color it was. I just remember it was like, here's this rock. I'm like, thanks. Cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just, yeah, all this stuff is so interesting to me. And I don't know. I think there's a combination of, I don't think you can put all your stock into it, but I think, I don't know. I think it puts your mind in a different space. And our brains do crazy stuff and we only understand we don't fully understand what our brains are capable of you know what i mean like people are doing research still so like what what's going on in there it's just safe space
0: like saving space
1: yeah It's where i put my nuts for the winter or acorns yes.
0: <laughs> same i just tuck them right up there
1: yep <laughs> stash
0: yes <laughs> i keep uh, looking at your drink and it just looks so creamy and delicious yeah what you sipping on
1: a painkiller
0: a painkiller? Ooh. Yes.
1: We talked about them last week and I figured I have some rum, as I mentioned. And so I got some pineapple juice and orange juice and I had some like canned coconut. You're supposed to use cream of coconut, which I believe is a liqueur, but I wasn't going to go buy that. So I used basically coconut milk, but not like the kind you get in the jug. Like the kind.
0: I think I know exactly what to are about, the like, cream of coconut, because I got it when I was making pina coladas and I... Mm-hmm. stupidly bought that handle of Bacardi mm-hmm. <laughs> it came like a weird like squeeze bottle like almost like mayo
1: oh weird no this one is just I mean this is just canned for like cooking and stuff like it. basically it's just it's the coconut milk but you still have the um the milk fat in it too ooh I think so that's where the creaminess comes in yeah so yeah it's just that and rum and then like a little bit of nutmeg on top ooh Yes
0: Spicy
1: Yeah But I figured I talked about it so much I might as well Yeah Make one
0: I just made a Manhattan today
1: That's so funny That was my backup idea
0: I actually like walked to the liquor store On my lunch hour Because I was like I just need to get out of the house For a little bit
1: It's important
0: And I was like I want bourbon for tonight Because I was like I'm gonna have a night Where I just drink bourbon And live my truth
1: I love it. Do you need some stones to hold? While you live no the stones.
0: I think just bourbon. It'll be fine.
1: Okay, just hold the bottle.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'll just hold the bottle. It's funny because I'm planning on playing a surgery game later tonight, and I'm like, drunk surgery. What can go wrong?
1: Is this like a video game? Yeah. Okay. It's not Operation,
0: is it? No, it's not Operation. <laughs> it's like this old like. Not old, but like 2000's video game series called Trauma Center. Mm -hmm. I think that was part of the reason why I got duped into thinking I wanted to be a surgeon for so long uh, is these video games, but I was like, I haven't played them in so long, and it's getting to the point of quarantine where like, I'm just like, I will do anything. So that's the plan for tonight.
1: It's important everybody still makes plans, even if they're playing a video game or, you know... yeah. You just sometimes need that kind of thing to look forward to.
0: Right. And it's good. Mine was well get drunk and cut people open, so. You're back. Guess who's back. Back again.
1: <laughs> For those of you listening. But Alex disappeared.
0: Yeah, Zoom just like, was like, gotta go bye.
1: For once it wasn't mine. Usually it's just my internet, but i have
0: Got full it's power. weird, because it didn't say I lost internet at any point, but when I, mean, I tried to like log back into Chrome, and it came up with Messenger, and it's like can't connect, and I'm like, but why though? Bizarro. Whatever you said before it cut out, just made me think of the TikTok tickety take tickety easy. Have you seen those ones?
1: I have not.
0: I'll send you one next time I see one. Okay. Before TikTok goes away.
1: Yeah. Uh, I haven't been watching as much this week.
0: See, I kind of got back into it.
1: I don't follow that many people, but I followed a few people along the way. And then it just got to a point where it was just showing me the people I was following. And I was like, really? This is just like Instagram stories then, you know, what I, like it doesn't, which I don't mind Instagram stories, but the difference in TikTok is you don't have to deliver. You find new stuff because you're not deliberately following. Yeah. X, Y, and Z. So like you find new things that you, you didn't think about or I don't know, just new creative people and. Yeah. That's why I liked it. And then even though I found them initially, I'm just like, these are the same six people over and over again or, you know, whatever. Yeah. There is this one man and he's on the search for his soulmate and he's cooking, but he cooks Ugh. these like really good looking meals. But he does like some fun like things where all like he'll hit the board and all of a sudden everything's like chopped on it.
0: That's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. He's good at editing them together. And um i love him
0: (laughs) slide into them dms girl Slide straight into them
1: i mean i think he's gotten a lot of proposals in his his uh
0: yeah
1: now's your chance Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i've been like pretty anti-social media lately not by any like conscious effort but i've just kind Mm -hmm. of been like i don't need this in my life right now
1: and actually i've had this conversation a few times with producer patty i've been less into it as well. But it's starting to get to a point where there are things I should do on it, but just for things that um I've taken the responsibility of will say. Yeah. That I should be doing more with it. And I'm not as on top of it. Cause I also kind of had like I'm not as drawn to it lately.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
1: been doing like a lot of other stuff and it kind of it's a soul suck sometimes.
0: It really is.
1: And I'd rather just i don't know see somebody i know we have to see people in stranger conditions now but i'd still rather go sit in some chairs and talk with somebody than scroll
0: yeah it'll be interesting when like i'm gonna see if if this ever ends because the when questions out the window i feel like yeah i mean i know that's Really bleak to say, but I also just watched Quantum of Solace, which is a bleak James Bond movie.
1: Things are always going to change, so it will change eventually. Yeah. I guess is that's like the better way to look at it. And I think because people and I hope a lot of people have taken like uh time for like self-reflection and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think they're good there could be some good things that come out of everything.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: And I hope, if nothing else, that that's kind of what ends up happening is that any positive changes or impacts kind of keep going on.
0: I'm sure 2021, nothing but good vibes.
1: Yeah, I hope so. That would be fantastic. Something's going to advance in some way in regards to everything. I know they're trying out all the things right now, they're like a lot of stuff's in trials. And mm-hmm. who knows? I just I hope for the best. Me too. Until then, stay safe, stay sane, hang out in some chairs or on some grass with your friends, Mm -hmm. have a fire, see some water.
0: Play your Nintendo Wii.
1: Play Wii. I've talked to quite a few people who are kind of like, not turning away from technology in total, but turning away from aspects of technology right now. And I think that's good.
0: Yeah, some people are just like way wrapped up in it and I'm like, I can no longer.
1: No, it's not good for your brain.
0: I'm very positive
1: of that. And I think there's some pluses to it, too. It's great in some capacities, but I think you have to have limitations. Yeah. I think it's important to set boundaries for yourself with it. Yeah. I've had to do that for sure. When I noticed I was playing phone games until the wee hours of the morning and then tired the next day, I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) Stop doing that. Is
0: it still the point and click adventure, like hidden objects?
1: a little bit that one but then i started playing a really embarrassing one where you're a short order cook/server slash server.
0: is it one of the overcooked or what is it no diner dash it,
1: no it's kind of like that though i think but it's different it's a different yeah i don't even cuz i play duolingo which that one is obviously different cuz it's
0: it's a language learning
1: app yeah but they have but if you don't pay for it you have to watch ads Oh yeah. And so I think I clicked on one of the ads for whatever the, it's called. It's restaurant
0: something. I don't either know. either like homescape or gardenscape and it's the mustache bald guy who's just like, yeah. oh no I'm stuck in a garden. I've seen Watch that out one for this manning plant. You're going to use the shears or the gasoline. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so basically the game I play stresses me out. Like because it honestly, it has the same kind of stress factor of being a server when you are kind of a little in the weeds and have a million things going on. And you have to think like, OK, I'm going over there for this, but I can also get this other thing for this other person to like make my trips faster. Like it's the same yeah. kind of brain space, which is real trippy and weird.
0: Hey, I mean, it's quarantine whatever, whatever you need.
1: I know, but I could like read or something and stuff. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I actually have been good about reading lately.
1: I've been better this week. I'm not going to say lately, but this week I've, I've just been better this week in general about a lot of things, which, yay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I started putting like notes next to my bed of like reminders of things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that actually does help because then I wake up in the morning and I see it on my wall and I'm like, oh, yeah, the thing. I'm going to
0: do it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm ready for a story, though. I'm very intrigued as to what you have picked this week.
1: Okay. So, this week, actually, I don't have a story. Okay. I have three mini stories. All right. So, one of our listeners, that uh, one of my friends as well, Tracy, brought up to me. We love
0: Tracy. Yes.
1: Yes. We love Tracy. And she brought to my attention something new that she had heard about. That's an urban legend in Detroit. So we're actually going to end with that one, Ooh. because of the three, it's kind of, I think, the kind of we love fun. an urban legend. Yeah. So um, these are three mini stories, kind of all around legend or hearsay. They're not mm-hmm. all completely urban legend, but legend or hearsay, we'll say. Okay. Uh, so our first one takes us to Indian Village. Gorgeous houses. Yes. Beautiful, 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 very old houses as well, Mm -hmm. which makes it the perfect recipe for haunted haunted. Um, So there are several spirits that are said to inhabit Indian village. One is of a young girl, but I think by young girl, it means more like late teens, early 20s. Mm -hmm. And she's uh, she stands in the window of a house on Seminole Street. She is a dark seen as a dark-haired female who repeats the same movements in the former mansion she once lived in. Mm -hmm. She's been reported to walk down the stairs crying and then disappear into the butler's pantry. It's thought she may have died in a fire that took place in the house. Yes. So that's one ghostly thing, or Mm -hmm. one ghostly apparition in Indian Village. The other one... Is an athlete who wanders around Parker and Co. at dawn. Locals say he wears tennis gear and carries a racket while walking dangerously close to cars. They will catch him in their headlights only to have him vanish.
0: Ooh, what's all this racket?
1: Yeah, but on that. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) A website called weirdlectures.com reports that a tennis club did once exist in the area, but no longer does due to a fire in 1984.
0: Ooh, Mm -hmm.
1: there were no fatalities in the fire, but I've also heard that sometimes like, and I don't know how, I mean, we don't know how it works, but I've also heard that apparitions can kind of just go to a spot that they like held close or dear or kind of had some sort of unfinished situation with. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that they died there. It could just be that, you know, that was an extra special place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's also probably why he's carrying a tennis racket, too. Yeah. Maybe he had a really important game. Yeah. And then it burned down. Yeah. Or he died. Uh, so those are the two main spirits in Indian Village. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear if anybody knows any other ones, but they've been seen by quite a few people. It sounds like a lot of um accounts of those will say. Hmm. So my next one. Is about a werewolf.
0: (laughs) Ooh.
1: Yeah. And some of this information, well, a lot of it came from ourdetroit.com. And I'll get to my sources at the end. But a lot of it also comes from Legends of Detroit, which is actually a book written in the 19th century by Marie Caroline Watson Hamlin, who uh, in that book, she also talked about the Nain Rouge. So I got like a lot of my Nain Rouge Mm -hmm. folklore from there as well. It's fun. I read a little bit of it, well for that, and it's a really fascinating book just cuz it was written in the 19th century but it was about like the 1500s and like the the basically the things that the French people came up with when they first moved here. Uh-huh. As far as like what exists and stuff. Yeah. So the story goes though that on March 22nd in 2008, oh sorry That's when the story was written. Sorry. Uh. Okay, the story goes that Le Loup-Gourou is a werewolf who supposedly waters around Grosse Pointe. The legend dates back to the French settlers sometime around the 1500s. Because then, instead of having witch trials, the French had werewolf trials.
0: Oh, it's going to be different.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So the story in Legends of Detroit goes on to say that a woman named... Archange, it's A-R-C-H-A-N-G-E, mm-hmm. Archange, fell in love with a young farmer named Pierre. On the day of the wedding, Archange was kidnapped by Gareau. Pierre chased Gareau, but was but later only found a piece of his wife-to-be's wedding dress, so he didn't catch him.
0: Ooh, spooky.
1: Yes. Here's the real scandal, though. Later that year, Pierre's sister was going to get married, and there was a rumor that Garreau was nearby. Pierre saw him, and he chased him once again, but this time to the edge of the lake. When all of a sudden, what do you think happened?
0: Um, he was pulled under. Close. The plot of Halloween happened.
1: I mean, he was technically pulled under, but a large catfish swallowed him.
0: Damn, yeah. that sucks.
1: Yeah. So um, there's actually a rock or a boulder in the area that Gurus, so the werewolf's footprint can still be seen on. Ooh. And it sits at Chalfont and Kirby Road.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So I guess there's like a little dugout thingy in there. And actually, I said three stories, but I've got a fourth one that I forgot about. So I'm going to do Bonus. that one too. Yes. This one's just weird. And I've had this like in my docket for a very, very long time, but there was no way to make a full episode out of this. So yeah, I never tried. Have you ever heard of Joseph Figlock? I have not. So he is a man that and this was a long time ago. I forgot to write the year down. But a a while ago, (laughs) two times in one year, a baby fell on his head.
0: The hell who's throwing babies at this dude? (laughs)
1: I don't know but he was a street sweeper, so a DPW worker, and at 10:10 10, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday a baby landed on his head. So that was like a newspaper story like
0: like real whatever. babies or baby dolls.
1: No, real babies.
0: That's David weird. Glenn
1: Thomas, David Glenn Thomas was 2 years old and he played too close to the window on the 4th floor home at 77 East Canfield and fell out hitting fig Lock in the head.
0: Well damn.
1: Yeah. He was a fig lock was sweeping in the alley below and the boy was taken to the hospital and received um, fractures of the thigh, arm, shoulder and injured his skull. Fig lock was also uninjured and said it happened. Um, I believe it was a year later when a baby girl fell in a similar way. Also from a fourth story on John R Street near Hancock.
0: What an unlucky guy.
1: I know. Well, except for I don't think there were any fatalities or anything like that. So he kind of broke both of the baby's falls. Yeah. I mean, like, that's good. Yeah, I guess it's
0: good. I'd (laughs) still be annoyed, but that's me. Yeah.
1: I mean, he saved some lives, though.
0: Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Good for him.
1: Yeah. And now are you ready for this is the one that Tracy recommended? Yes. Uh, Did you know that Detroit essentially has its own Bloody Mary?
0: No. Who is she? She's different.
1: Yes. So this is actually I don't there's very, very little information about this online. I have a feeling that this was kind of like a big urban legend, like in the 50s, 60s, maybe 70s, where, mm-hmm. you know, you go to school and like kids talk and tell each other and they try to the do internet. whatever ritual. Yeah. But it's interesting now because I think with things like the internet, I feel like urban legends just don't...
0: They, they don't really have, have as the as much. Same,
1: no, yeah. they don't. Because I think the the whole basis of an urban legend is it has to go like, person to person and changes a little and here's this and if you do that you know yeah and with the internet yeah all people do is like disprove things and don't let fun ooky spooky things just exist right so the detroit one though is called the pig lady ooh yeah not From to be Hall confused with the pig <laughs> i don't think so but not to be confused with the pig lady of new jersey because there's a big pig lady legend
0: Multiple pig ladies.
1: Yes. But the pig lady is kind of like Bloody Mary. So the recipe, if you want to find her, which actually I'm in the perfect place. You go in the closet with the door closed all the way and you repeatedly say pig lady over and over and over again for a very long time. But there's no specific number, which I was also like, that's kind of lazy. Right. There should be a specific number.
0: Like maybe you say pig lady so much you just pass out from like exhaustion. (laughs)
1: Well, there's a t- it's a two-parter though. You gotta do something after this too. Okay. Then after doing this, you will leave the closet and find the closest mirror where she will appear. Ooh. So on one of the websites I found, there's a woman, Dana, who's telling the story about how she remembered this when she was a kid in middle school. Oh, on the website Gods and Monsters. Mm. And we're gonna go into her story in a second, but I want to go into a few other versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, other legend or versions of the legend says that she was a woman who lived in the city and had all her children taken from her. So Aww. after this trauma, she grew bitter and large and started to kill children. She wore a tan trench coat with the collar turned up, boots, and carried very sharp butcher's knives. Her Damn. face had a leather-like texture, which made her appear almost pig-like in the face. If you saw her, she would chase you with a knife. When she caught you, she would stab you to death. Damn. So that was like while she was alive. That was the yeah. story. Um, another version is she lost her children. But if you drive down her street at night and leave one of your friends in the middle of the road, drive away and drive back. The pig lady will have left scratch marks on your friend and chase you both while squealing to the end of the road.
0: I mean, I don't need friends. I would leave in the middle of the road anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a weird. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do that either. But how much of a friend? One of the tales. No, that's not a good friend.
0: Next time we have a date that's not going well, that's going to do.
1: I know this one cool road.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just stand just here stand for a minute. up there and I'll Bye. do whatever
0: you want afterwards and just drive <laughs> away.
1: Yeah. So those are kind of like, I think, the two reasons she became the pig lady that you see yeah. on here. So Dana, we're back. going to go back to Dana. In middle school, she mm. shared the story with her friend. And so later that day at her friend's house, they decided to try it out. Mm-hmm. After multiple attempts, which, unfortunately, her friend's brother kept scaring them and they had to start over and over again. Yeah. They made it to 30 minutes of saying it, which, damn, for a middle schooler?
0: I mean, what year was this? They didn't have anything better to do.
1: I don't know. They didn't say. Yeah. I do have a feeling it was like a bit of time ago.
0: Definitely pre-Twitter.
1: So, but they got it to 30 minutes, which is great. And so they walked out of the closet found the closest mirror, which is right next to it. And...
0: They saw the pig lady.
1: Nothing happened. Uh. <laughs> but Dana went home that rainy night and had let go all thoughts of pig lady because like it didn't work, whatever, whatever. Right. Uh, but once her head hit the pillow, she had terrifying nightmares that had stuck with her well into adulthood. Ooh. She dreamt that a woman with a pig head was chasing her or her friend and her sister on some railroad tracks. So that's pretty scary. That is. Yeah. But the woman behind them wasn't running to chase them. She was flying and laughing.
0: Oh, that's even worse.
1: Mm -hmm. So Dana shared the dream with her friend who had not had any nightmares herself. However, the mirror that they had tried to use had fallen off the screws and broken to pieces. And she heard the sound of laughter when that happened.
0: Ah, that's spooky spooky.
1: Yeah. Uh, as an adult, Dana was telling one of her friends about this on the phone, not on speaker phone and regular phone. And her friend's boyfriend was in like, you know, the room adjacent or whatever. And the friend said the, the phrase pig lady out loud, like, Oh, you're talking about the pig lady. And her mm-hmm. boyfriend from the other room said, Oh yeah, she lives on the railroad tracks. Right. And that was right before Dana had gotten to that part of the story.
0: Ah,
1: yeah. Like she didn't know that part of the folklore previous yeah. to. So that's pretty creepy. That is. So, yeah, those are those are my itty bitty stories of Detroit.
0: I love those. I love that we have our own Bloody Mary. Yeah. Who knew? Oink, oink.
1: I mean, everybody can have the regular Bloody Mary, too. But yeah, I love a good specific to Detroit.
0: Yes. Thing. We'd love a good Detroit urban legend.
1: Yeah. So kind of that was like a, a collage of stories for you
0: yes and we love a collage
1: mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it's, it's um i'm sure you experienced this too you come across something and there's just not enough information oh totally to actually go in depth it'd be like a one minute story
0: right i have a story yeah. for you and we're done <laughs> oh, yeah exactly. so many of those i feel like
1: yeah me too that's why i kind of was like well maybe i'll just put a few of them together for yeah for one episode
0: yeah i think it's a I think it's a great thing to do because I'm glad I know about the pig lady now.
1: Yeah. Legit go might closet. try it
0: later after a couple more Manhattans. Yeah. If I call you crying later tonight, that's your fault.
1: <laughs> that's fair. Just don't let your mirror break or fall asleep.
0: <laughs> fair. I can yeah. do that.
1: <laughs> Maybe you should um eat uh pork rinds. In the class of I've never actually the had Big a lady. pork rind,
0: and I'm not interested. I don't like
1: them. I've tried them. I don't. I hate them. I hate them so much.
0: I mean, that's fair. It's like deep fried pork skin, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll try. Mo- well, right now, I'll try most things. Yeah. And I'd been curious. And I know they're like a um, low they're carb. They're keto friendly or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They have that. It's weird because they have the crunchy chip sensation, but then after you eat them, you You can tell it was meat. Like, you know how your body just feels different? It doesn't feel good. It's not a good feeling.
0: Yeah, no, I'm good. Well, 100% okay. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. So don't recommend, but I don't know. If you're somewhere and they're there and you just want to try them. Right. Give it a go.
0: Well, that was fun. I have some two truths and a lie for you. Oh, good. So, my Two Trists and in a Lie is about that 70s show, which I don't think I've done.
1: You have not done, correct- no.
0: Okay, because I know we talked about it recently.
1: Yeah, you talked about it last week. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I think I'm on season six now of eight. And I actually found some really fun, fun, really fun, fun facts. So, okay. Fact number one. Cheap Trick, Same the Thing song for all eight seasons. Fact number two. Mila Kunis' first kiss was on the show with Aston Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Fact number three. The original title for the show was Teenage Wasteland. I know number two is true. Interesting. Okay. Um,
1: I'm going to go with number one being the lie.
0: That is correct. Yes. So season one was sung by somebody named Todd Griffin. And then afterwards it changed, which you can definitely tell the change once you like hear them back to back.
1: Yeah, but
0: I think it was funny, too, because the person who wrote the song got $70 every time the episode aired on TV,
1: even in um, like now.
0: I don't know, but like I just okay. read that, like he got $70 every time an episode aired. I mean, for that 70s show.
1: If he gets them now, then that's not a bad deal.
0: Oh, not at all.
1: Uh, just like lifelong because they're still in in rotation, I believe.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, TBS or some shit has them yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, two and three were true. Just some other fun facts on top of those is, um, like, I think we talked about last time, she was really young when she started the show, but she mm-hmm. had some other firsts, like, Wilmer Valderrama taught her how to drive. Wilmer Valderrama, obviously playing Fez. Mm-hmm. And Danny Masterson, who played uh, Hyde, uh, took her to her first club and bought her her first drink.
1: Aw, I saw... Um, we'll learn Valderrama and Danny Masterson once in person. Oh, from very far away at Woodstock.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, so Teenage Wasteland is what they wanted to name the show, but Pete Townshend, Towns- Townshend, I don't know, Townsend. someone from The Who,
1: yeah, Pete Townshend
0: wouldn't allow the lyric to be used for the title, and oh. so they kept. Yes, they they tried a couple more names, but the show co-creator, Bonnie Turner, figured that it'd be referred to as that 70s show anyway, so the name stuck. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so that was like the thing that reminded me.
1: It was a great name.
0: Yeah, oh no, definitely. I think it was very fitting. Yeah. I think it's way better than Teenage Wasteland. Yeah. I like a title that tells me exactly what I'm going to be seeing, preferably with a pun. Obviously, that's very direct, that 70s show.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like how friends used to title their show, the, the name of their with. show, the one with, yeah, like it's just, yeah. Let's just be Straight on the to nose. The point. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with on the
0: nose. No, especially if you've got the comedy to back it up. Yeah, So I've got a couple other fun facts about the show. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher was a model before he got cast on the show. Had no mm-hmm. acting experience. And he's mentioned being worried that he was going to be fired after, like, the fifth episode because he just didn't know what he was doing. But he eventually mm-hmm. figured it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurtwood Smith, who played Red Foreman, is the only cast member actually from Wisconsin. This was something I noticed in the credits myself, but Will Forte, he actually wrote for that seventy show. Did you know that? I did not know that. He actually turned down SNL to keep writing for the show. Weird. He turned it down the first year he got it to keep writing for that 70s show. Then after, like, a year later, he accepted.
1: That's nuts.
0: Right? Wow. And here's the most mind-blowing thing to me, is there's a British version of the show called Days Like These that used the same scripts but changed some of the references. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of a poster of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, it was Bowie, and instead of in, like, episode five, when President Ford visits, it's actually Prince Charles in the British version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only, they only filmed 13 episodes, only 10 made it to air, which I get, because I watched the first five minutes of the first, um, the pilot for the British version, and mm-hmm. it just was like, ooh, this doesn't work.
1: I I don't get using the same script, like, even with my, you know, yeah. some changes, because they did that, honestly, it put me off to it at first. I came around, but like, the American version of The Office did that.
0: I didn't know that. I've never seen the British version, actually.
1: I don't know if it's the same exact script, but it's the same plot line s- in the first premise, episode. Same yeah. And then they became two very different... Sh- I mean, like, similar, but, like, different shows, because the characters are different. That's why I don't get it, because I'm like, okay, but if you're going to put those same quote-unquote characters mm-hmm. in different countries, they're going to be different, Yeah, Their references are going to be different, but they are going to be different, too. So you can't just like plop them down and have them talk the same and get into the same situations. It just doesn't work.
0: See, what I was thinking, like, the reason why I think that 70s show wouldn't have worked in Britain. And this is my someone who didn't live through the 70s. Someone who does not never lived in Britain opinion. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the 70s were very much Americana. Just kind of like. The 70s, I don't know. I feel like the 70s is very much associated with like American as like because I feel like the 60s, like if they did on like that 60s show in Britain, mm-hmm. I think like that would have worked because everyone was obsessed with like the mod phase and like the British invasion.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna debate you, please. Punk rock, glam rock,
0: that's true. Those were both 70s, or yeah, mm-hmm. those were both 70s and both Britain,
1: and a lot of it coming out of Britain, not all of it, but a lot of it coming out of or not Britain yeah. well you know, yeah That's a lot true. of it coming out of Britain so I think it's just again they, they're they di- different experiences
0: right and John
1: oh wait he's glam rock
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I might if I think about it when we post this I might because I found a YouTube link to the pilot for the original like Days Like These British version Mm-hmm. Um, and even like they don't have a basement it's in a garage and I'm like do they have basements in the UK I don't know
1: I mean there's a lot of United States that doesn't have basements
0: yeah it's really um,
1: dependent on the, the the soil content.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my, that 70s show, Two and in L.A.
1: Thank you. That was fun. Okay. I haven't watched a show in a million years, but I did watch it. So it's on was...
0: Netflix. Okay. I re- it's a great, like, I don't think anyone from work watched this, but I watch it a lot while I'm working. So it's a great, because I, like, I can still focus on work, because yeah. like, it's a sitcom, so the plots are basic enough where like. Yeah, yeah. If it's on, I could it's just nice to have in the background.
1: Oh yeah, I know I've got shows like that sometimes. Do you have a
0: favorite character from that 70 show? Kitty. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Yes. I start. I did a Twitter poll the other day of like, is Kitty Foreman the best T V mom? Yes. Um Yes was like yes was about one out. I mean only four people voted, so it wasn't like a resounding. <laughs> she is so funny in that show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I love her. adore her. And yeah. then anytime I I forget that actor's name, but every anytime I've seen her in anything else, I'm Deborah always jo like, ah. there we go.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because she was on Friends for a minute too. She played Phoebe's brother's wife.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I remember that. There were so many people on Friends. Like Oh yeah. Cameo slash like short character arc characters. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I do I like a good show like that that you can just put on in the background and Yeah zone out and like do something else but then kind of like you still know what's going on or you can take a break and yeah yeah i did that with 30 rock a few weeks ago
0: i keep meaning to go back and watch 30 rock but i just like it's like that and scrubs i feel like i just can't go back yet
1: i love i love
0: scrubs. scrubs it was one of my favorite shows along with the video game i think it's what duped me into thinking i wanted to go to medicine
1: <laughs> i also loved scrubs it was one of my favorite shows how has this never come up yet
0: I think it's just because, like, I literally never talk about it anymore just because, like, once it ended, I was, like, especially because they did that, like, terrible, like, 10th season on ABC that was, like, Scrubs Interns.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: And I think it was just, like, I can't talk about this anymore. It's just, like, R.I.P. It's dead.
1: But it's still such a good show.
0: I would love to go back and watch it soon just to see if it still holds up and see if I still love it as much.
1: Well, and then just stop. Yeah, when it's time to stop.
0: Every once in a while, I remember the musical episode because it was one of the ones I had on iTunes growing up. So I had it mm-hmm. on my like iPod Classic on like the two inch screens. I'd like just hold it directly up to my face and watch it. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I'll sing either um, "Everything Comes Down to Poo," which was like that one song <gasps> yes. from that, or um, the one that Kirk and uh, not Kurt, um, Turk and Carla sing to each other, or like the Puerto Rican versus Dominican.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One one of my favorite scenes ever in any TV show ever is when they have the party with all the balloons, the red balloons. Uh-huh. And I love that scene so much that when my friend was going to study abroad, I threw her a red balloon party Aww. and I filled it with 99 red balloons. And then play well, actually, I think I filled it with more because it doesn't really look like that much with 99. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then she walked through the door and we pummeled her and I had put her face on Elliot's face on a bunch of pictures from Scrubs, Oh. Uh, including on the cake.
0: <laughs> I was JD for Halloween one year Oh, in high school. I love yeah. That. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Now. OK, that's my next my next rewatch series.
0: I think it might be mine, too. Once I finish with that 70s show.
1: Oh, let's do it together. Let me know when you're that's- done with that 70s show. Yes. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. But I think but about it about wraps I, us. I, that's
1: what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I think
0: we're, we're so, so in wrapped. sync. Yes.
1: Yep. Bye 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 bye. Yes. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> Did you have a favorite in sync member when you were growing up? No. Okay. Uh, were you a girl?
1: No. I didn't like any of those because I was into pop punk and Fair. the punk and all that kind of stuff. And I guess. Even before. I don't know. I just... I, they were like the antithesis of everything. But I will say when Bye 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 came out, I actually did like that song. But that was the first one that I really was like, oh, I like this song. And then I kind of was like, wait a minute. You don't have to... You can like whatever music you like. It's okay.
0: Right. Everyone meets that point in their life where they're like, oh, it doesn't matter what you listen to.
1: Yeah. And then some of the, the radio ones, like the ones you couldn't escape hearing, are still nostalgic to me. So oh, I, yeah. I In retrospect... I mean they're not good music, but like in retrospect I appreciate the nostalgia aspect of them.
0: Yeah. I remember I, like oddly like really like JC Chavez, which I think he was like of the five of them. He's like fourth in terms of like whose name you still remember.
1: Yeah, he was quieter. Yeah. Like he just wasn't as like out front or whatever. No. Maybe that's he was why one like those backup
0: dancers that got name by name. <laughs>
1: But yes, yeah, so like a bye, like it bye, 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 like an in sync yeah. song. We're about to say bye, 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 bye. That was too but many. Before buys. we do, um,
0: if you want to follow us on social media, even though we just talked shit about it for fifteen minutes at the top, Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Detroit Strange, Detroit Strange on Facebook, and if you want to email us, which I never talk shit about email because it's a, a convenient form of communication, Detroit true. Strange at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, um. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, review. It'd just be great. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd love you for it. I mean, we love you anyway. And we just want to hear from you. This is unconditional.
0: Let us know.
1: Yeah. We love getting comments. We love getting emails. We love getting Facebook messages. Yeah. Instagram messages. They're all exciting. We we text each other immediately because we get so excited to see any of these things. So please do. Yeah. Please keep this friendship alive for Alex and I. No.
0: Yes, <laughs> nothing will kill this friendship, but you no, can always that's help true. bolster it.
1: It's true. So, until, until next, next time, time stay, stay
0: strange. strange.
1: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Detroit duo Sax and
0: Violence.